Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money here on VSEN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. Live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up over the next three hours. On today's program, Michael Lombardi on the show in an hour. Longtime NFL executive, current VEASAN host. What do the 49ers do now moving forward? Nigel Seeley on the show live from Qatar on today's soccer action. And Andy Staples, who covers college football for the Atlantic, going to be in studio today a little bit later on. And a lot to go over with him after the weekend. And now the bowl games and the playoff is set in that sport. Yesterday's late window, in my opinion, was the best of the entire year. We'll get to uh, Bengals, Chiefs coming up in a minute. But, of course... With what happened, so many takeaways, Paulie, in that 49ers-Dolphins game where after the first play on, uh, from scrimmage, where Tua, they go for a 75-yard touchdown, and you're like, okay, this is fireworks out of the gates. This is going to be a lot of fun. They essentially did nothing. Yes, I know there was a second-half touchdown allowed by the 49ers defense for the first time, I think, uh, in our lifetime, um, that touchdown to Tyreek Hill. But after that first play from scrimmage, that was all 49ers defense, and the biggest news and the biggest takeaway was you're looking at potentially the best team, I don't know, in the NFC, maybe in football. But then you got the news about Jimmy Garoppolo, who's now out for the entire year. And so what do they do? How do they move? What's the pivot? Purdy was really, really good yesterday. Yeah. But he was he's a rookie. He was Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. And once teams have, you know, film and video and they can watch a guy, that will probably change a little bit. For one spot, he was great. What do they do? Josh Johnson going to be the answer? He looked better than Trey Lance. I'll yeah. tell you that. 
So I don't know if they can go out and get a veteran. I know that's a Lombardi question. You, you, you mentioned bringing in Johnson, who's been on every team in the league, it seems. Uh, Tua was terrible in that game. They've outscored their opponents 77-7 to in the last five second halves. Oh. It's ridiculous. And it could be, uh, you know, it, that could just be it, though, for the season, right? I mean, even if you want to come in and try to manage the game, I mean, it, it's going to be hard. Mr. Irrelevant now with uh, a chance, can he take them to the playoffs? They're 450 to win the division. That's much too high now. That seems high. Because uh, they have to go to Seattle in a couple weeks on that big Thursday night. But as Kittle said, it's a brutal, unforgiving sport. And just to lose both quarterbacks mm. now when you're playing so well and you're hot, devastating for the Niners. Well, this it's, it's funny how that works with you know certain teams over a full year or over. This is what the second time in three years where the 49ers have been absolutely, it's been a wrecking ball, ball with the injuries. I know, yeah, yeah. And they they Can't have they have one of if not like the best roster in the entire league. They're that good. And Bosa was an animal again yesterday. He had three sacks. I'm watching the 49ers post game yep. show on TV yesterday. One of the hosts said he's definitely going to win Defensive Player of the Year. I'm like, oh, settle down here, big fella, because Parsons <laughs> was minus ten dollars before the game started. Yet yeah, Bosa's yeah. been amazing, uh-huh. but that, that was a pretty strong comment. And then I was also watching, and it just I knew it was bad. But then you hear and you're watching live, and Kyle Shanahan delivered this news to the media after the game. I mean, just hearing it, it was, it was pretty crushing. I mean, it's, we know what Jimmy's been through, how hard he's worked at this. You know, I, I got that news a little in the second quarter, um, so it was a little different for me, even just how happy we were with that game. That was a really cool game just as a team and all the stuff that went on throughout the game and just be able to overcome some things. And it was so, such a special win, um, but definite mixed emotions hearing about Jimmy. Um, I told the guys right after the game, and so I know that gave them some mixed emotions fast too, but um, it was a hell of a job by Brock coming in, stepping it up. He, he um, did a real good job today, and um, we're going to be ready to do our best to overcome this. They had the ball for four, almost 41 minutes in that game yesterday. They created four turnovers. And now when you look at the, the action coming up this Sunday, well, the look-ahead number, the, the Niners are at home against Tampa Bay. The in Tampa Bay sight unseen tonight, obviously, Monday Night Football against the Saints. The look-ahead number was San Francisco minus 6.5. Now, with no Jimmy G, and in theory it's mm-hmm. going to be Brock Purdy, they're sitting at a field goal favorite. Yep. Yep. Well, the kid looked good, but we'll see now. Shanam coach him up and all the weapons that he has. I mean, if he plays like that, they're going to win games. Now, can they make a deep postseason run? I doubt it. I don't know if he was serious, but Barnwell tweeted something about Matt Ryan. Uh, if that can happen. I mean, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's just, it, it's terrible. Baltimore can survive. I mean, Huntley was 27 of 32. He's won games, right? Well, though, he'll but be fine. Th- yeah. yeah, but this I, I just don't think because it's going to be difficult because you're going to a guy who's only played like a, a half now uh, with San Francisco. So you don't think Carson Wentz to Nick Foles no. five years ago? Because no. I don't either. Yeah, right. No. I can't, yeah. And, and, and so he's going to also go from, the, the Dolphins did not expect this. They had no idea that he, and right, so they have nothing mm. on the kid. And he goes up there and looks pretty good. And against that defense, and now he's going to get Tampa's defense next week. Yeah, that's, that's a, a tough That's assignment. a big upgrade there. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough assignment. I don't see where the points are coming from uh, in that game. And I know people were was... panicking on Twitter to me last night, and I get it. They're like, well, there goes my 12-1 to 1 ticket. And I'm like, yeah, man, that uh, sucks. Well, then again, you watch these teams play. They can't, still can't go to Minnesota and win. I mean, how the Vikings are doing this every week, I don't know. It's amazing, but they're, they're nothing special. Yeah. Right? I mean, it really, the stars keep aligning for Philadelphia. 
Uh, they they looked awesome, but they caught a break here too. And, well, I would uh, say but this, Dallas Dallas appears to be a freight train as well. But yeah. the other point too about Shanahan, they love that guy. They Remember when he came back in and he had the touch the rushing touchdown. How they're jumping up and celebrating with the guy. So what yep. he meant to the locker room and the chemistry, and it's uh it's a big loss, big not, loss. Not that they would have defeated Dallas or Philadelphia anyway, but their power rating is right there and maybe ahead of those two teams, or it was anyway. But now you're going to go from Jimmy G, G, a vet like that, who's been there and won a lot of games, to Purdy taking out. You saw it again. You just mentioned it with Dallas. I mean, what's Dallas going to be uh, against the Texans this week when the, when the market settles? If that's Kyle Allen? Yeah, I think you got to put up 17. I think you have to go 17, and it might go north of so, that. Uh, yep. Yes. No. So, so uh, yeah, that's yep. uh, too bad. You hate to see injuries and significant Awful. injuries, right? Yep. Yeah, that game going on, that performance by the 49ers at the same time, the two of the best teams in the AFC were playing in Cincinnati, and Joe Burrow improved now to 3-0 and lifetime against Patrick Mahomes. And I must point out, that defense, the Bengals' defense, held Mahomes. Now he, he only threw the ball 27 times, but he was 16 of 27 for 223 yards and one touchdown. That was it. That was his day, and that was a massive giveaway from Travis, Travis Kelsey in the game, too. Yes, they shut down Mahomes. It shouldn't have been this close. Number one, I thought that was a fumble by Mahomes. Adam Turnoff had a great tweet, though. How's that a touchdown? And the Henry catch on Thanksgiving uh, was was ruled uh, an, an incomplete pass. Uh, Zach Taylor lost his mind several times. Just run the quarterback sneak, please. I mean, of all people, it was J.J. Watt who had the best tweet about how hard it is to stop that play, and J.J. Watt was watching the uh, TCU-Kansas State game. Right. Well, you just sneak the ball, and they run that end-around crap on fourth down, uh, but... Great job by Burrow and the Bengals. Oh, how things have changed in that division. Uh, Baltimore was five six dollars. Now they're minus one forty to win that division, and he does it again and beats Kansas City. Contain Mahomes. Great job by Burrow, and certainly the late window was fantastic with those games. Favorites this week in the NFL: twelve one and one straight up. There's your one. Wow. Kansas City favored. They go down. Okay. That's it. The only one. I, I will point this out. Um, here early on a Monday morning. If you shop around today, you can not not every book has the MVP market up yet. It's very early. They like to take their time. I get it, but some books do. You can find if you look Joe Burrow at thirty to one to win the MVP. I'm not. I don't think he's going to win because Hertz now is like plus one fifty five, and he should be. Hell, he might deserve to be the favorite today mm-hmm. after what happened yesterday. But I'm telling you that thirty to one on Joe Burrow is a really really off number. He's plus 758 to 1 in other spots. That's more accurate. If you can find 30 to 1, it, the book's not here in Nevada, so I can't get down. I would absolutely be betting. And it, it could be a loser. But 30 to 1, now I will say this. If Burrow and the Bengals beat the Bills. Mm-hmm. Week 17, Monday night. Oh, man. Enormous. Hey, guess who's the one seed? That's for everything, though, right? That <laughs> yeah. could be for that division. Yeah. It could be for seeding in the playoffs. But that if, if Burrow beats Josh Allen... That ticket could be really, really live at thirty to one. Yeah, yep. this team's. I love this Bengals team. I yep. bet them back in October. Now the Bills are going to have to get that one too, because uh, I don't think Kansas City loses the rest of the year. Schedule's so easy, and the Bills are currently the one seed. But you're right; that is an enormous game on uh, on Monday night. So look at the odd screen. Yep, he's down to six to one right now on the, on the yep. book that we're posting. He's ahead of Tua and Josh Allen. Should be. Yeah, they do have a tough schedule. Uh, even going to New England's no gimme. Although they should win that game, uh-huh. but uh, tough coming up. And uh, they close with Baltimore as well. Uh, so, great job by Burrow. And uh, good for them to get that win, too. It is funny how this team going back 
boy, do they give Mahomes some fits. Yeah, for whatever reason. I know. That, that, that is strange. That is funky. I mean, right? last year in the playoffs, they could do nothing in the, in the second half at all. The adjustments that were made on defense by the Bengals were awesome. And then pretty much all game. Again, you held that dude to 230, 223 yards of passing. That's incredible. Yeah. Scantling led him with 70 yards. He had with a oh. long bomb, and that was it. I think. And they shut down Kelsey. Yeah. Did Kelsey have zero catches at halftime? That's it. That's come on. Man. So the AFC playoffs right. are really going to be cooking. And uh, that game stayed under. How about that? Yeah. The Zach Taylor stuff really concerns me. That's my biggest issue. Late in the game, when he's throwing the ball like that, and, and mm-hmm. Burrow takes a sack, it makes it third and 11, because Burrow's so good he picked up the first down, but also right before halftime with those plays. What was it, four consecutive run plays they had, and then the jet sweep, and that was a beautiful play by Carlos Dunlap to uh, stop it? He runs that. Come on. Fourth and an inch, he runs that crap. Oh, and God. That decided the first half total, too, by the way, oh, for really? what it's My worth. God. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Here, calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with the World Cup in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out Bat Rivers. Log in. Bat Rivers, uh, log in there every single day. Single match day and receive a bet on behalf of Bat Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bat Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bat Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Much more to react to from yesterday's action in the National Football League. I still haven't figured out how they didn't cover yesterday. We'll run down all the numbers in that game. And uh, strange. The market was a little strange with a few games this week. That's coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. 
Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my day. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data where the money and bets are moving every game. Up, updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way vcin's here to make you smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits every game, vcin.com. Get up there. Do you have any plans to bet the uh, Vikings Lions game this weekend? Basically, <laughs> pick them now. Yeah, how about that? 10 and 2 against 5 and 7, and it's a pick them. And I see a lot of points in that game. And I, I don't know how the Vikings won that game. It was a 20-3, to 3 and they went to bed. Uh, and Mike yep. White played. Mike White is the truth, man. I mean, this they just said to settle for field goals and the issues they had in the red zone, and they love him. I mean, the Mike White T-shirts that the Big. team's wearing. Sure. Wilson loves him. Wilson was huge in, in that win. But uh, I don't know how the Vikings pulled another rabbit out of their hat again. And uh, this 10-2, this yes, they're phony, but again... Give him, I cannot believe O'Connell. Just, did you see that? The, just run. They get the goal line stand, right? Oh, yeah. They go, Bar- uh, Barrios has got to catch that. Um, run, run, third and seven, run. I mean, so what if they had a timeout? You get a first down, the game's over. Sure. You think you're going to pick up eight yards on the ground in that situation? Oh, he was begging to get beat. C- oh. Cousins basically did nothing. No. That Jets defense is really, really, really good. Mike White did throw 57 times. He only had 31 yeah. completions. So he didn't light the world on fire yesterday. But, again, that Vikings defense, you can throw on all day long. Uh, 369 yards yesterday. That was that game plan, though, was to pass, pass, and pass some more. But that's what teams have been doing. And now that's the, Paulie, are you ready for this? That's the ninth one-score win by the Vikings this year. Ninth. Mm-hmm. Their two losses were blowouts. Yep. Incredible. Catching every break. Every break going their way. Okay. It is nuts. And with the Jets, I, I don't know. I mean, they have to go to Buffalo. I think that's too many points. More on that coming up. But uh, there's certainly nothing would surprise me with the Jets. They could close 4-1. and one. They could lose every game. Yeah. I mean, they, that suddenly at home against Detroit's a tough game. You got to go to Miami. You have to go to Seattle. You don't know what Jacksonville team you're going to get on that Thursday night. It's the Hounds breakfast with the Jets. But certainly, they have a quarterback. Yards yesterday, 486 for the Jets, 287 for the Vikings. So you're out game by 199 yeah. yards. Now... The Jets settled for five field goals. On top of that, 
Here are four drives they had deep inside Minnesota territory where they came away with either a field goal or no points at all. First down at the Minnesota 21. First down at the Minnesota 6. In order. First down at the Minnesota 11. First down at the Minnesota 4. And you can't cover plus three. Yep. The last ones are the most egregious. I know they were down 17 points. I understand that. But the Vikings, again, you're right. Habit, a rabbit. Call it whatever you want. I mm-hmm. called it a horseshoe victory yeah. on Twitter. This is, uh, it's a, I mean, look, they're winning games, so good for them. But my goodness, I mean, you, you, people are going to be lining up the door here at Cirque and other sports books across the country and on their apps, whatever, to bet against this team in the playoffs. Sure. They're winning every coin flip. It's and just, it's mind boggling. I cannot wait to see what the win total is next year. Yeah. Because every, you can see the stories are already writing themselves. I'll give you another one. O- O'Connell gave the Jets three free points before halftime. Why are you running hurry up there with 40 seconds? And you have two timeouts at the 30 yard line. Right. Right. You, you gave the Jets an extra 30 seconds, and Greg the Leg nailed one from 60. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous decisions in there but uh, during that game by O'Connell. But it worked out for him. So, uh, and uh, that, that, that's a, uh, I'll tell you, the Lions are good. That's a good outfit now. Yep. I mean, if they would have su- surprised the Bills, look at the run Detroit's on and look at the upcoming schedule. They could possibly do this and sneak in the NFC. Good for them. Yes, good job by Campbell. Golf was terrific. Yes, he was. Amon St. Brown, Bra St. Brown was uh, unstoppable yesterday, unguardable. He did everything. That combination they have at running back is really, really good. And to your point, yeah, the defense is playing a lot better right now than what they were uh, previously. And for that to be a blowout the entire time, and I know Lawrence got hurt, but he came back into the game, and the Jags to do basically nothing on offense in a blowout? Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. Full marks. Absolutely. Yep. Also, we, we hinted at this on Friday. There were two games this week, in my opinion, where it's like, wait a second here. This is like, it's time to fire now on the favorites. The Bills game on Thursday night. I mean, like, no respect for Buffalo. All that money was on the Patriots. They, that got down to three and a half. And we, we talked about that on Friday with the Eagles game. Like, look at all the money that came in on Tennessee and every single person, like the Friday night contest here on uh, that we have on VEASAN. I think every person, of the people who bet this game, they were on Tennessee plus the points. Yeah. And they weren't the only ones. No respect for them, right? Yeah, big move on the dog there. And I know it was a lot of people were concerned about what they were doing on defense. Well, the offense is fine. And now you go for 350 on the ground, and then Hurts throws for 380. And no answer for A.J. Brown. I mean, that's where that offense is unstoppable. Oh, yes. When you look like that, you have uh, a 120 out of Brown. You get 100 yards out of Smith. He has the touchdown on the first drive. And then it's like, what do I stop? I can't. The offensive line's so good, and they can gash you on the ground. I mean, that would, that, thing, that thing was over early, too. And a good uh, they, sh- they shut down Henry, and Tannehill did nothing. And that's why you can't be afraid of Tennessee at all come playoff time. No, yeah, uh, you're but, right. But, but a great win by Philadelphia. How good of a sign was that? No, I know, again, it got... Ugly there, but for Henry to have 11 carry, they could never, Tennessee could never play that game how they wanted to play it. And that, I mean, the biggest concern for Philadelphia has been, well, the run game, you can absolutely gash this team up the middle. They addressed that by bringing in several players. And for one game anyway, that's a pretty good sign, I think, moving forward. Yeah, it's a long season. You're going to have ups and downs. Yeah. I mean, something, you know, you're going to lay an egg and it's not going to be there. And other times you bounce back. So certainly, uh, again, 15 wins right there in play for Philadelphia. You also, I, I, think they, I think they can get it. It's still this week at the Giants. They're below seven. Yeah, well, gutsy comeback by by the Giants, but uh, I, I would think they would win that game too. But, I would uh, think the Giants uh, fortunate to get the tie 
uh, you know, short, some the miracle at MetLife, it stays under mm. with what happened. Oh, my God. But that was at least encouraging what they did offensively. And, and you know, they, the, the fourth down play by Heineke, my God. I guess I guess the Giants should have won when you look at it from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but I would I would think the Eagles win this game and cover, too. And then, but the schedule will get them coming up because it's back to back to back road games, and that last one is at uh, at Dallas on Christmas Eve. Right. There's also something in the market that can't go low enough, and that's Broncos totals. Oh. It happened again yesterday. What are we doing? Doug Kazarian's right, ESPN. We saw it with our own eyes. We've seen it every week. It's free money, and we're not taking it. It's eleven and one underrun now on the season. Ten to nine. I mean, come on. And they're not they even have, close. They have forty-five points since Halloween. Dallas had 54 last night. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is just a debacle. And for all the, uh, you know, where's Bill Cower today? Where are those dopes on CBS today? You see Harbaugh went for it at his own 15? Yep, got it. And they led to the 91-yard game-winning touchdown drive. You won't hear a peep out of those guys, though, because it worked. But, uh, uh, it, you know, listen, you have to somehow overcome this loss of Jackson now. Huntley, again, filled in ab- admirably, got the win. Uh, but this, you're exactly right. It's just a horror show with this Denver offense. Well, you, the, the point is, again, you, you can't make these totals no. low enough. No. I mean, at some point, are we going to see them creep down to the 33, 34 range? It's Army-Navy. Put up a 32. Put up a 31. Look, I know. Look, look at this tweet. <laughs> Man, Andrew Mason. Think about this. In the Super Bowl era, 1966 to today, the Broncos are the 70th team, 7-0, to allow 17 or fewer touchdowns in their first 12 games. None of the first 69 teams on that list were worse than 6-6 six and six after 12 games. The average win total for those teams through 12 games, 9.04 wins. The Broncos are 3-9. Yeah. and nine. Huh. I mean, that it's telling you that that cannot uh-huh. happen. Yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, I, I'm betting the totals in various ways, and it's just, uh, it should be the biggest bet of the week. It, it hasn't been that for me. That went to 18-and-a-half. 18 and a half was the in play, in play late in the game. Yeah. And so it went over. Yeah, well, you got the late touchdown. Right, sure. right, I didn't think right. that was coming, but sure, absolutely. But Just, that we, we've said for a long time, like, how are you putting Broncos totals in the 40s? And look, that was 40 and a half. They, they're not touching these. Again, to your point, what is yeah. it, 11 and 1 to the under run? 11 and 1 to the under. And they're staying under. This was going into the game. Yeah. They were staying under by double, di- on average, by double digits per week. Mm hmm. It's just it's the same movie over and over and over again here. It is, and uh, I can't wait to see until the uh, other awards get posted today. I'm seeing Geno Smith now seven dollars to win. Um, oh, really? Comeback player, huge yeah. win. Had to have it. And he so much terrific. on the line. Six million dollars in Survivor. A lot of people had him. Comeback player of the year. Playoff hopes for Seattle. All that coming down to one drive. Enormous win for Seattle. And I can't wait to see some of the markets too with the division odds. As well with what's happened with the injury. San Francisco's way too high now with the loss of Garoppolo. They can't be 450. They go to Seattle next week. I wish uh, but I could. I'll, I'll give you one, too. There is a path here for the Raiders. Oh, there's a path to make the playoffs. Rams, Patriots, Steelers, Niners now, and Kansas City. And who's to say week 18, man, they, had, they had them down 17 in the first month. Oh, they play the Chiefs well anyway. Who's to say it's not 21 nothing Bills early on against the Patriots week 18 and the Chiefs say, ah, we're not getting a one seed, let's punt. Mm. You know, that's we'll call it good. And the Raiders win that one. There is a path here. Every week, Jacobs 150, Adams 150. Yeah, can't, uh, can't touch him. Can't stop him. Either guy. Devontae Adams is unbelievable. Yeah. He really is. 
Is Christian Watson going to be the offensive rookie? Uh, that's of your another good. Today? I want to see that too. Eight touchdowns is, in four games. Yes. Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Skywalker got yep. hurt yesterday. Uh huh. Yelling at Geno. Not a good look. Yep. Right. Yep. See what Olave does tonight. It's a hell of a race. Up next, we'll react to the college football weekend. Opening numbers for the playoff and bowl games as well. A couple of numbers have already moved, I think, based on motivation. We'll tell you about those coming up here on Follow the Money. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. We're right back at it today. Two more World Cup matches. Over 800 different ways to bet every match at the World Cup. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Football, hockey, basketball, World Cup. Tuesday, hockey first goal insurance. Sunday, football parlay insurance. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today. At Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. Tip of the cap to the College Football Committee. Yes. Uh, they got it right. They got, num- they got right. the third team right. Uh, they and some some team had to backdoor into the fourth spot, and that was Ohio State. So, uh, but you had to put in TCU. And I'm look. I mean, based on there's a lot lot here. Obviously, based on how this operation has worked for our lifetime, it doesn't. Your power rating doesn't matter. So stop. You can't get all fired up about that. That Alabama would be favored over TCU. Yes, they would be. Everybody can admit that they'd be favored on a neutral. But guess what? Paulie, you've said this a thousand times. I've said it over and over and over again. Then why play the games? Why? why? If you're going to put in the highest power-rated teams or your four best teams, why play them then? Alabama's resume is not great. I mean, I'm sorry. They've it, never played up to that power rating in 12 games. That's right. They yes. haven't come close to hitting it. Yep. So why that? And, and Stuart Mandel from The Athletic had the best line. All that was Saturday was manufactured drama. This was never close. Between those two, never. USC got blown out, so you knew Ohio State was in. But TCU, it didn't matter. They were the Alabama had no shot, none. Uh, and the fact that you people bringing out this the, the point spread business, how'd that work out? You're laying 21 to Texas, should have lost, thoroughly outplayed, and a backup quarterback should have beat you. Three horrific calls go against Texas. You were a two touchdown favorite against LSU, lost. You're more than a touchdown against Tennessee, lost. You're a 24-point favorite to A&M. Came down to the final play. Right. Get out of here. I mean, and it doesn't work this way. People just thought, well, well, TCU lost. That means they have to drop. No, it doesn't work that way. Right. They, they're undefeated. They already beat this team that's top 10. You have two losses. You couldn't even win your division. You're out. Yep. And it was just you know, with the chaos that ensued the last couple of weeks, they had no case. Zero. Well, and to my point all along, there's there's no reason to have these conference title games. You think the Pac-12? You think the Pac-12 loves life today? Oh, USC dropped six spots. Silly. Yeah. What's the point? USC, by the way, is moving to the Big Ten very soon. What what does a Pac-12 championship mean to that program? Nothing. They would stomp on it if it, if you put it on the sidewalk when they were going to class. Whatever. They don't care about that. They put it in the trash. It's more useless than Reggie Bush's Heisman Trophy. For USC. So, I mean, clearly getting the playoff would be more important. Why would you play the playoff game? Uh, and also, you know, Alabama, as you guys put the schedule up here, look at this. For, for, bear with me here for a second. Let's say they lost to Texas. Let's say they lost the Texas A&M game, and they lost to Ole Miss. So they're 7-5 and five at that point. Those were all three losable games. Mm-hmm. Guess what? 7-5 and five Alabama would still be favored over TCU. Do they belong in? Yeah, right. Well said. 
Well said. Uh, who cares about the point spread? I mean, that's not, it's, and, and the, Gary Danielson, again, everyone knew it was coming, too, and what he was doing in the SEC title game. Is it deserving uh, or it, is it best? Is it be- What best, Gary? What have you watched yep. for three months? Sure. Give me a break, Gary. Right. And for the people who want to point to, you know, recruiting rankings and power, Texas A&M on line one. There you go. There you go. Well said. Well said. So it's uh, not based on recruiting and who you have, and that was, uh, it was a g- good job by TCU. To get in, and the committee did an excellent job, and uh, there it was too. You know, again, all this talk about SEC, SEC, and it's the Big Ten that gets two win. Good for mm-hmm. them. Good for them. Nick Saban went on Fox at halftime of the uh, Big Ten game between Michigan and Purdue. Somehow the Wolverines covered. I don't know how, <laughs> but they did. And uh, you know what was going to happen here? Here was Nick Saban making his case. I think the whole goal is to get the best teams in. And what I would say to the committee or anyone else is if we played any of these teams that are on the edge or getting in, would we be the underdog or would we be the favorite? And I think if you can answer that question and the goal is to get the best teams in, uh, then you would say they belong in there. You know, we, we lost two games. Uh, on the road, in a tough league, the top 10 teams, one top five team on the last play of the game. We had our opportunities. We weren't 100%. Bryce Young was not 100%. He was injured in the mid part of the season. I think, you know, you show vulnerability when you get beat badly at the end of the season. Our team has played better at the end of the season. So that's kind of my reasoning. Yeah. I, I, number one, I can't believe they allowed him on. During a Big Ten broadcast. During a Big Ten broadcast. Number two, I can't believe he would stoop to that level and get up there and state his case. That's beneath you. You're the greatest coach in the history of college football. I mean, you can't you can't say that with a straight face. What you did. Uh, I mean, if if you're talking about your losses to sell yourself, you don't have a case, right? And that's what he was doing. I'd like to agree with you, but uh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I mean, he's making the rounds Saturday and Sunday. It's like, come on, you you guys were not impressive this year. At all. He's a maniac. I mean, the, the story goes back years ago now that he was actually, like, bitter that they were playing for a national title because he was going to yeah. miss out on recruiting. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Yeah. I think it was one of his golf buddies told the story. Yeah. <laughs> God, he's, the guy's a madman. Yeah. You know? So, there. by the way, they opened up six-and-a-half-point favorites against Kansas State. It's down to four-and-a-half at one spot, five-and-a-half at others. Right. Uh, just to be clear with the rules now, if, if they win... It's the best conference. If they lose, they don't, they don't care, care, and they were motivated. Right, yeah, Get that's the, the rules fine out print. there for the SEC in a bowl game. Right. That's how it works. Don't you, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're, we'll find out more about this game in the matchup. Don't you agree with the people who are betting K-State early? That Bama's going to not care? Probably, yeah, yeah. And a bunch of people will sit down, and their pro prospects are going to say, no, thank you, or sure. we're going to go to the draft. And K-State looked good. Should have won the game. They're really good. Yep. Don't care what quarterback plays. Uh, they were right there. And, and uh, should have got the W against TCU. Mm-hmm. Great coach. So I think uh, I think K-State is the right side there, early on anyway, my indication. And then USC opened up three and a half after what happened to them on Friday night out here in Las Vegas. They opened up three and a half point favorites against Tulane. It depends on where you go. They're yeah. either one now or they're catching one and a half. Well, the game was over when Williams got hurt. I mean, he couldn't move and he hurt the hamstring. And uh, you can just keep him in the pocket and it helps they can't tackle. And uh, you, great job by Whittingham, and Utah gets the win. But I don't see why you would play the guy. It doesn't make any sense uh, in the Cotton Bowl. So I think Tulane would love to go out there and be yeah. a team like USC. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Motivation you. standpoint. I mean, you, you're this close. You, I thought they were going to run them out. It's 17-3. to three. 
USC fumbles. They're in USC ter- uh, Utah territory, rather. U- USC's going in for the kill shot, and that flipped. So you're this close to a playoff spot, and now you're, you're taking on Tulane. I mean, I can't imagine they're excited for this no, game. No, no. Did you end up betting Utah in the game Friday? In play, yes. Okay. Yes. Because I bet they were, I saw Utah was as high as, excuse me, USC was as high as 550 uh, on the were money they really? line. Yeah. I bet Utah a bunch before the game. I also, the second half number was USC minus one. Yeah, it's also the Pac-12. Com- they com- just, oh, they always sure. find a way to screw it up. Now, so that was a good that was a good result for us in that game. But however, I want to go back to what Brad Power said on Friday. We really missed the chance here. For if we would have in a playoff game to get Georgia USC. Yeah. And if USC some if we could just go back here and play the what if game, if they would have coasted against Utah and that number would have opened up below ten, I mean it would have been a time to just unload hell on Georgia. Right. Because they're this number now, all day long here at Circa yesterday, and I don't know if it would have been nine and a half or not. That's maybe, you know, a pipe dream. All day yesterday here at Circa, Georgia sitting at minus six against Ohio State. It's now six and a half, and it's six and a half almost everywhere. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, certainly Georgia's a freight train, but uh, I think Ohio State will be able uh, You have to be concerned about LSU did in the second half. I know you could say it was out of reach, but still, LSU moved it on them. So, uh, and also it was a great coaching job by Riley. They, they, what that staff did was an embarrassment before. They're just a, a gun and ski mask when the check would come every two weeks, right? There's no defensive talent. I mean, it's so bad. And the, the oh, tackling and Grinch, I mean, you just have to just completely change what you're doing defensively. And Riley will do it. I, no doubt. Uh, you're going to get athletes there at USC. But that was tough to, I mean, just tackle somebody. For the love of God, it was an embarrassment here's in the a, second half. Here's why I like what happened against LSU for Georgia. It's because they did give up all those yards, and they end up giving up a lot of points. Kirby Smart has a month, sure, to I dr- see that drive that into his players and let him know how unhappy he was with that result. And now they have a month to get ready for this Ohio State team. Who, how often have they been punched in the mouth this year? Yeah, is it, is it two blowouts or what? We're going. I would say this has the better chance to be the epic game. As a, I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan uh, blows as a comfortable win against TCU or or TCU could hang in there too. But that's. You, but it would be nice to get some competitive games here on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Which it hasn't happened much in the playoff. I'll be, you know, what happens? Two blowouts or one actually ga- one game that's close in the fourth quarter? Can a dog win one of these games? Well, I have no. The last time the Buckeyes were a four, they shocked the world. Yeah. I have no early read or opinion at all on the TCU Michigan game. Okay. I want to see this one develop and get into it a little bit more throughout the week and the upcoming weeks before the game. But Georgia, Ohio State. I think we're on opposite sides of this one. I uh, my early feel is that George is going to beat him up pretty good. All right, guys, right, so follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. You're not going to be able to breathe. I think for the next ten minutes with the win some, lose some after that go. weekend. Two pages will win some. We'll recap all the betting action coming up next. Uh, congrats to those of you who cashed this sixty to one ticket. We'll tell you who it was coming up next.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Everybody won over the weekend. Chaos Friday in the World Cup. Cameroon plus 775. Surprise Brazil. Cameroon to score first and win 8-1. to one. Cameroon to win to nil, 11 to 1. Exact score, 1 nothing Cameroon, 18 to 1. Halftime, full time, 14 to 1. Uh, with Ty Cameroon, 14 to 1. And then the guy scores, takes his jersey off, and took the bus home. Plus 350 for the red card. Everything came in. 
in that match. Brazil has played six unders in a row in the World Cup. South Korea plus 335, the late goal against Portugal. To win from a goal behind, 18 to 1. Halftime, full-time, it was tie. South Korea, that played plus three, uh, plus 850. South Korea, team total over a goal and a half, plus 235. Switzerland, team total over two and a half, plus 575. That game was crazy. Great call from Nigel. How about they cards? He gave out four and a half, five and a half. How about 11 in the Swiss, Swiss and uh, uh, Serbia? Switzerland, a win from a goal behind, 12 to 1. Ghana, awarded a penalty. Yes, 7 to 1. Poland awarded a penalty 9 to 1 and a penalty shot 11 to 1 yesterday. College football, Tulane to win the American Athletics 60 to 1. Congratulations if you had that. Michigan to win the Big Ten 10 to 1. Troy to win the Sun Belt 14 to 1. Kansas State to win the Big 12 14 to 1. USA Netherlands first half over 1.5 plus 245. Netherlands team total first half over 1.5 almost 6 to 1. Australia own goal 11 to 1. UFC, Thompson to win in round four, 23 to one. Dalidze, knockout five to one, round two finish, nine to one. Haraji was uh, round two finish, was eight to one. Marshall, knockout nine to one, round two finish, six to one. And Rowe, round three finish, was 12 to one. Saturday, favorites in hockey, 12 and one, straight up. NFL, fewest points, no surprise. Broncos, five to one. Lowest scoring game, Denver Baltimore plus 450. Denver 11 and 1 to the under. Most points, Dallas plus 850. Highest scoring game, Dallas Indy 14 to 1. Subscribe, be part of the team, VSIN Pro, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos and these tweets. Look at the dog video here. I don't want to hear about my barking again. The kids with the trombone. Look at the look on his face here. With this, are you serious? Are we doing this again? I can't stand it. Come on, I have sensitive ears. And they're doing it right in front of me. I can't take it. This was great. Will Winston, uh, NBA fan, about, you know, life is, you know, trying to find edges and talking to pro sports betters. Uh, Volgaris always was looking for edges. He was one of the best NBA betters of all time. And now he, you know, made so much in crypto and moved on, uh, worked with the Mavs. Uh, he went to a coaching clinic in Las Vegas in 2016. And he was asking Earl Watson questions, who was the Suns head coach at the time. They thought he was a high school coach in Iowa. Right. He was picking Watson's brain about how he would coach and asking him stuff in and out of timeouts. Yeah. Think what's your, about what's that. your game plan? Yeah. yeah. How do you want to operate? What are you going to do after a timeout? So I was the best NBA better in the world. The lengths he would go to Found to get that edge. And he would sit and he was asking all these questions. Incredible. Lose some. $900,000 bet on USC on Friday. Oh, my God. He had to be sick. Georgia LSU under 54.5 down to 51.5. Not even close. The Titans from 7 down to 4.5. Not even close. Seattle from 3 up to 7. Lucky they won the game. And Cincinnati, Kansas City over 51 up to 54. The San Antonio Spurs have lost 16 of 17 as well. There's another one with lose sub, right? How about the Baby Tiger video? Look at this coming in. Surprise. Oh, Jesus! Jumps up and scares, <laughs> scares the mom with what happened there. <laughs> it didn't see you coming there, right? Jumps up. Yeah, very good. Bad for the books. Good call, Chuck Edel. Friday night, San Antonio, North Texas over. 65.5 up to 69.5. Kansas State, plus 2.5, went off the favorite. They win the game. Akron. How about, did you watch that Friday? 
<laughs> Friday game, Akron Buffalo. Akron could have won. Yeah, 14 down to 11 and 57 and a half down to 54 and a half. They lost by one. Toledo, Ohio under, 61 down to 55. Never a sweat there, my God. Vikings Jets over, 41 and a half up to 44. And the Browns from five up to eight. What was that? Watson was terrible. Two defensive touchdowns. A safety. This, and then the um, the punt return. That's yeah. right. Oh, the yeah. Quarter, no. The quarterback sneak was a disgrace. The Ted Texans are it's so... Absolute disgrace. Okay, why are they playing Kyle Allen? Yeah. I know well, Davis Mills is not the answer. I get that. Kyle Allen, oh, my God. If you watch any of that game, he is so... He's the worst quarterback in football right now. Mills is not, yeah. not much better, but you can't play Kyle Allen. That's horrible. Yep. And the, yeah, you're right. The Browns did nothing. And now that opened up four. They're catching four at the... Way too low. Bengals That's took money, crazy. rightfully so. That was crazy. I mean, he he was he really... It looked like he hadn't played in two years. Right. Exactly. The, several bad beats. I, I had this. How about France to win to nil? Did you see this? The, 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 the penalty in like the 99th minute... And Poland scores late, 3-1 final. Well, also, people, we got this too on Twitter, people betting France to win 1-0, 2-0, 3-0. Yeah. Exact score, but that's All no. the exact score scenario, too, yep. yeah. How did the Washington Giants over 40 and a half? <laughs> How about that? It goes to overtime and nothing happens. And then Gano short for the game winner. Oh, Christmas game early. South Korea, Portugal under two and a half. Korea scores in the 91st minute. Uruguay, Ghana over two and a half. 2-0, 32nd minute, nothing the rest of the way. And Gonzaga was up 7 with 90 seconds left and lost to Baylor. What happened? Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more. BetRivers.com. There we go. What a weekend it was. Oh, yeah, we just see, we didn't, you know, if, if Polisic scores two minutes in, who knows what happens? But, uh, again, I'm not a soccer expert, but apparently we are not well-coached, uh, USA. That, but that's by, by the soccer guys checking in. And even, right. the, even the Netherlands people were like, oh, we can't believe surprise there were no adjustments. The Netherlands coach actually said that after the game yeah. was over with. So He goes, eh. we were all stunned, like nothing. The, yeah. And it's very easy to look at and see what the problem was. I mean, the, the defense, it's been said over and over and over again, but they, just, they didn't find their mark. And uh, you want to talk about just easy goals allowed for the Netherlands. Boy, was that the first one? They really even had to work that hard to get those yeah. goals in. Yeah, it was too bad. I mean, it was. Yeah. I, I know they scored to make it two-one, but uh, the first half was bad. That first half uh, was really, really bad. Yeah, and this JJ Watt tweet too. He was watching the TCU Kansas State game. The quarterback sneak is the single most difficult play to stop for a yard or less, without a doubt. Especially when you add pushers from behind the equation into the equation, rather with what the Eagles do. I will never understand taking the ball five-plus yards away from the line of scrimmage to try a gain a yard at any level. Exactly right. Uh, what, what TCU was doing, what the Bengals did. The other thing, too, I, I think it was Higgins. Whoever dropped the wide-open touchdown uh, uh, against Kansas City, yeah. well, that should have been a comfortable win. But you watch all these games, college and pro. I just I cannot, uh, I cannot believe these guys. It's he's the best right. thing J.J. Watt's ever said. Yeah, he's right. But to go shotgun. Yeah, shotgun on fourth and inches. It's more common for teams to actually go shotgun, like at the goal line, than it is for them to run a quarterback sneak. Yep, that does. That's backwards. That has to yep. get fixed. Yep. Very good pro tip today. Uh, we do these every hour. Variety of ways to find value after injuries, awards, divisions, adjusted wins, playoff odds. Now with Lamar, who's out considerable time, and uh, Garoppolo. 
out for the year. I mean, the Niners are 450, I see right now, to win the division. That's crazy. Well, they can lose this game they, coming up on Sunday. Yes, they the can. And they go to Seattle the following Thursday. So we do these every hour, available for subscribers only at vcin.com, 20 a day. And you can sort by sport and by show. I'll give you another one again. Uh, we briefly touched on this. What what will the Offensive Rookie of the Year award market look like today? Yeah. Kenny Walker got hurt yesterday for the Seahawks. He was the favorite. He was odds on at some books. Um, Wilson for the Jets had a huge game. He went, what, eight for a buck 62, I think. Forgot about him. Great call. And yep. Watson did it again yesterday. I mean, when you're in ter- you're in Randy Moss territory yeah, I know. as the only other rookie to score eight touchdowns in four games, he was 300 to one after the three touchdown game against the Cowboys. I really like Fields, and there's hope for the Bears, but it seems every single week he's in that position. Tight game lady has the ball, and he throws the interception. Yeah. He does well, it again. There's not. They do not have a lot of talent nah, okay. on that team. I know. But quit turning the ball over, though. But also, how but he, big was that? There's the tweet, by the way. ESPN Fantasy. Yep, first rookie to score eight touchdowns in a four-game span since Randy Moss. <laughs> the steam's there. He can win this award now all of a sudden. He I did know. nothing until four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for them, out of the, the two-minute warning, for them to call that end around, the kind of the jet sweep to Watson, they're up 20 to 19. They're laying what the contest was four and a half. Yeah, and then they go for two. And the total was 44 and a half yeah. up to 45. Yeah. That took care of all of it. Yeah. I know the Bears had the ball back and they were driving until he threw that INT. That was fourth and one? Would no, you say? No, no, that was Third. first down. But that was oh, out was of. For, you run the clock. I'll see the, what you The saying. Bears had the timeout, so. I see. Okay. Yeah. Michael Lombardi on the program coming up next. Uh, what do the Niners do after Jimmy Garoppolo is now out for the season? Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 